Want to talk some Packers football here as we are sneaking up here on the NBA, uh, NFL scouting combine. Begins at the end of the month. Before you know it, the free agent period and new league year will be here March the 9th. Are you ready for it? I know this guy is. He's from the Green Bay Press Gazette, our friend Pete Doherty. Hey, Pete. Hi, Greg. How are you today? Oh, yeah, well, very well. I, I saw that in Chicago Bears fans should be doing very well as well. I saw today a headline that the Bears are actively shopping Jay Cutler. It's only three years too late, but nonetheless. I wonder if they'll uh, be able to get anything for him or <laughs> if they'll just have to cut him. Uh, what, what's, what's the matter with a 33-year-old quarterback who can't really stay healthy and really isn't that good to begin with? That's half yeah, the league, it, isn't it? <laughs> it is, and what a you know what a tough position they were in all those years because the guy really does have uh, you know his arm talent is is right up there with just about anybody in the league. Um, but there's you know he's basically he he's Brett Favre without the the will to win without all that uh, just interior strength that Favre had. He's he's got he'll take the chances throwing the tight windows, but he just doesn't have the leadership that anything close to what Favre had. Well, very curious to see what's going to happen with the Packers here. And uh, an interesting article uh, earlier this month on how the Packers need to capitalize on their cap space because it, it seems like a year-in and year-out sort of thing. Now, there's plenty of room there. Uh, if you want to spend a little cash in the offseason, okay, sign your own. If you want to look into the free agent market, it, there, there's always money available, and it's it just not often used. So how this year will it be used uh, this offseason? You know, I mean, that's... We're all wondering that, and you could go broke uh, predicting that you know Thompson's going to be active in free agency because his history is pretty much not, with the exception of a couple times early on. And you know, usually if you sign somebody, he usually waits a few weeks in. I thought last year he'd take the dive after uh, you know the, the playoffs didn't go so well. So then this year they get as far as they they did. I'm thinking he's got to realize there's, you know, there's some things you can do. The thing is there's, there's a lot of different approaches you can take to free agency. You can go and try to find one really good player for a big need and hope that that gets you up, you know, over the hump. You could, uh, I looked at how New England handles it and they do a little bit of everything, but one of the things they seem to consistently do is they'll sign five to seven guys a year and their bonuses will range from 40000 to maybe 150000 or 200000 I think in a couple instances even as high as five hundred. But that's still pretty low money in the NFL. And they almost treat it like a draft. And in the last two years combined, I think they had 12 guys in that range, and they cut 10 of them either by the end of camp or September, October of the first year the guy was with the team. So they're just doing it for a look-see, and if you find two guys who help you, then you've, then you've done your job. So there's a lot of different ways Thompson could go about doing this. And in the end, I don't know if he's going to or not. Uh, I just, I just really don't, Greg. And that's what always makes the spring uh, at least a little interesting. Although most years he does nothing or next to nothing. Well, it seems like in just going the last several years here, it seems like there always, always every off season is a position that seems so thin and and nearly empty. And it was the safety position a few years ago. They drafted Ha Ha Clinton Dix. That certainly helped. The inside linebacker position, I think you could safely say, was in that category. Kind of a, a sneaky uh, move here with B.J. Raji last year, maybe forced the Packers' hand in the draft. But now I'm looking at the cornerback position saying, I, I don't know if they know if they have guys that can contribute at the NFL level as starters, yet they invested a first and second round draft pick into Marius Randall and Quentin Rollins, and that looks like a problem to me right now. Yeah, they've got to figure out... Um you know what the upside of those two guys is, uh, what the upside is there. You know, both of those guys were hurt. They had basically sports hernias early in the year, and then 
Randall seemed to get a new injury every other week once he came back from that. Um, and they've, they've got to figure out what the upside that there is and whether these guys are going to be starting caliber players. My, my kind of take on it is I still think Randall, I mean, physically he for sure has it. Um, you just see it with his ability to play the ball every once in a while. He makes one of those interceptions where it really catches your eye. He did it in games. He also did it in training camp. Uh, Rollins, I'm not so sure. I'm not sure if he's a starting caliber guy. He might not have the speed. Um, you know, we'll need another season to see for sure, but you know, maybe he is more number four type corner when, when it's all said and done. But you know, that's basically what Gunter is too, a three or a four. He really competes, but he's got some real physical limitations. So yeah, the corner's a big need, and that's where maybe you could sign a couple of guys who there, there might be just something that for free agents, just something you kind of like about the guy. Maybe you have to pay a two or three hundred thousand bonus, and if it ends up that the guys you have are better, you cut them, and it's it's the cost of doing business. It's not like it was a five million dollar bonus, uh, so you just you know you get a you get a long look at a guy. So I could see him signing those kind of guys. And obviously, I've got to think corner will be a really high priority in the draft. Be kind of surprised if they didn't take one in the first two rounds. How's the TJ Lang situation going to play out? Oh man, I I don't know for sure. My I still kind of have a hunch that he'll end up uh, re-signing somewhere in the five million dollar a year range. You know. Um, he's had those, he had the broken foot and the hip injury and other teams know that too. So that they've got to be at least a little concerned about that. He's also a very good player and a guy you want to have on your team for, for leadership and toughness and all that stuff. Um, if I had to bet, I'd bet on him being back, but I wouldn't bet a lot on it because you just, you never know how these things are going to go. And if somebody out there offers him six and a half, seven million dollars a year, I just, I don't see the Packers paying that much for a guard. Well, you have to have a suitable replacement, and I guess that's where I get a little bit worried. Now, at the time, I didn't know that Lane Taylor was a suitable replacement for Josh Sitton, and Taylor had a pretty good year, though I still think that situation wasn't handled terribly well, just letting Sitton go. With Lane, you have to have somebody step into that role, and on the roster, I don't think that player exists. I'm not in the whole camp of moving Jason Spriggs and then moving Brian Balaga to guard, have Spriggs play tackle. I just think that makes you weaker at two positions. So I, where in the world lies a suitable replacement if T.J. Lang goes away? Yeah, and that would be one of their options. I'm inclined to agree with you that Bulaga has played so well out there that um, why, why weaken yourself in two spots? You know, they did spend a second-round pick on Spriggs. They traded up for him, so they probably want to get him on the field. But um, I kind of agree with you that moving Bulaga would, could, would be a mistake. You know, Murphy might be a possibility at playing at guard. I, you know, he's a tackle, but he's, he's a stout guy, so I could – you know, I could see him possibly playing in there. I would say the other option would probably have to be drafting the guy in the third or fourth round and, and plugging him in there as a starter. I mean, if, if Lang leaves, you know, then then you're adding another need to a pretty long list of needs in the for the draft. Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press Gazette joining us on Sports Central, presented by Miller Lite. Uh, free agent period hits in uh, early March, along with a new league year. So come training camp. Pete, who do you think Packers fans will look at and say, he's the one who got away. He, he's the one that Ted should have kept, but ultimately he let walk. Um, well, last year that was odd. That ended up being Hayward, although I still would argue that they were they did what they had to do at the time, letting Hayward go. In hindsight, yeah, he was better than the guys they had, but they drafted those two guys two years ago in the first and second round to play football for them, and they had promising rookie years. So I, don't blame, I still don't blame them for, for letting Hayward walk. Um, I don't know if there if there will be one. You know, uh, I, I'm curious to see what kind of career Treader goes on to, just on based on the assumption that 
he'll sign with somebody as a starting center. Um, you know, the Packers have Lindsley, and he's back for the final year of his rookie contract. I can't see the Packers paying Treader the money that he could get in the open market to start for somebody. So I wonder if he'll go on to have a, a nice career. And if, if Lang leaves and plays really well for somebody, maybe, uh, you know, maybe he'll be the guy they're, they're saying that about. But, you know, this is the NFL with the cap and all this, and it's a young man's game and roster turnover. Um, you know, you just you can't keep everybody. You got to let guys walk. You just have to make the right decisions. And, and I think the point you're bringing up, who replaces guys? You have a, re- a ready-made replacement has to play really heavily in uh, in all these decisions. Do you see, uh, see any scenario where T.J. Watt becomes a member of the Packers come draft day? Yeah, I, I would think he's got to really interest him. Now, the thing I don't know, I really haven't looked much into the draft stuff. I just saw, did somebody have a mock? Up? Did they have him going in the first round of the Packers? Uh, there, there was, yeah, there was a mock that showed Watt going to the Packers at the end of the first round. I didn't know he was that high a prospect. I was thinking he was more a two or a three. Um, but, look, they need pass rushers something fierce. If they want to play Matthews more inside, um, then they even need it more. But Peppers, I'm, I'm assuming that they won't resign him, that it's time to walk away from that. And uh, even if they re-sign Nick Perry, you know, pass rushers, that the one way to help their corners is to beef up the pass rush. So, you know, corner and, and outside rusher are their, are their two biggest needs, at least in my mind. And uh, I would think there's, you know, a lot to like with Watt there. I haven't talked to scouts about him, but uh, yeah, I'm sure that they, they are taking a hard, long look at that guy. PackersNews.com, Green Bay Press Gazette, where you can find the work for Pete Doherty. You can also follow him on Twitter at Pete. Doherty. Pete, I always appreciate your time. Are you heading down to the scouting combine? Yeah, yeah, I'll be going down uh, middle of next week, and uh, you know that's where uh, this will be the first time for a while that uh, Thompson and McCarthy will will talk to all the media. So there'll be uh, there should be a lot of news coming out of there. Do, do, you don't think Ted's going to uh, pull an eighty six and just kind of <laughs> turn left when you're turning right and avoid the media? You know, yeah, I think he. I think this is one of the times where he's obliged to talk. Okay, uh, so yeah, he's done it. <laughs> This is the one, like, the one thing he's done every year since he's been here, so I'm pretty sure he's going to show up for this one. Well, good deal. We'll look forward to your work uh, coming up when you head off to Indianapolis. I always appreciate it, Pete. Take care. Okay, Greg. Anytime.